Hebrews 3.13 But encourage each other daily while it is still called today so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. I don't like the translations that always take the word exhort and turn it into encouragement. Because John exhorted them with many such words, saying things like, Ye brood of violence, who warned you to escape, escape the wrath which is to come? And that was exhortation. Every time people say, encourage, encourage. That's how people say in First Corinthians 14, that prophecy can only be encouraged. It can't be to correct. Because First Corinthians 14 verse 2 tells you that he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. But most translations change it from exhortation to encouragement. And exhortation does include encouragement, but it's bigger than encouragement. The word exhort is way bigger. Please, go and read it yourself. Go and read when John was exhorting them. Not such. With many such words did he exhort them. He called them the children of snakes. The Bible calls it exhortation. Doesn't sound encouraging to exhort one when the Bible says some have the gift in Romans 12 of exhortation. Again, many translations say of encouragement. All these weak, soft Bibles that instead of saying fear God, they say reverence God. Like they have a problem with anything that sounds strong. You have to understand the thinking behind it. The thinking underlying that is that God doesn't do anything harsh, anything strong. God is not like that. God is soft and, and tender every moment of the day. And it's not true, people of God. He says, exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Can you tell me how to exhort someone to prevent them from hardness arising from deceitfulness of sin? How do you say that? How do you say it? I guess you say it something like, well, uh, sister, I'd like to just encourage you, don't sin, mm, don't sin, don't sleep with him again, eh? I'm just encouraging you, oh, don't, I'm just encouraging her. Are there any examples of someone being prevented from being hardened through the deceitfulness of sin in the Bible? Come on, let me show you how I read the Bible. What? Instead of concocting whatever you want and say, well, that's your opinion and this is my own opinion, let us do it the faithful servant way. Tiptoe into the scriptures looking for places where people were prevented from a hardness of heart. Yes? Can you give me examples? Walk with me. Raise your hand. You tell me an example. And then we elaborate briefly, yes? Peter being exhorted by Jesus. Master, do not say you will die. Jesus turned round, turns round and says, Dear Peter, I know this matter of my dying is painful, but don't be afraid. Don't allow your heart to be hard. He didn't say that. So, he doesn't say, Peter... I feel your pain. I know why you're doing this. It is out of concern for me. Don't want me to die. I know. I know. I understand. But you see, I have to go. That the comforter might come. 
Whose Bible says this? What did Peter do? Master, how can you say you will die? Bible says, Jesus turns. Get behind me, Satan. For you love the things which are of men. Example, living forever. And not the things which are of God. The deceitfulness of sin. Another example. And the more you use Jesus, the happier I am. It's meant to be a pattern son. Peter, exhorted by Paul, not to be a hypocrite. Sorry, hypocrite. In Galatians. And he tells him, Peter, I know the reason you don't want to eat with the Gentiles. I know why. I know why you're doing what you're doing. Sha, it's okay now. That's all. Well, Sha. Is that, if that's your Bible, say it. The Bible says he confronted him openly before and said, if you claiming to be a Jew, claim to have what is needed by these Gentiles, are acting this way, why should they copy you? You were eating with them before some people came from Jerusalem, now disconnected from them and refused to eat with them. He rebuked him and he was open. And it was face to face. And it does not sound nice. Galatians 2. Verse 11. And then you're going to jump down to the... Uh, is, uh, you continue in the lower verse where the story continues. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For he used to eat with the Gentiles before certain men came from James. However, when they came, he withdrew and separated himself because he feared those from the circumcision party. Then the rest of the Jews joined his hypocrisy. Wow! Did this guy just say Peter was doing hypocrisy? Yes, he did. Wow! Come meet them quietly, personally, alone, in a room inside a house, at night, alone. Then the rest of the Jews joined his hypocrisy so that even Barnabas was carried away. Even Barnabas, my right-hand apostle, man, was carried away. By their hypocrisy. Your King James says the similitude means hypocrisy. Yes? But when I saw that they were deviating from the truth of the gospel, I told Cephas in front of everyone, if you who are a Jew live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel Gentiles to live like Jews? We are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners, in quotes. Yet we know that no one is justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. He rebuked him. He rebuked him. How dare you? You want them to be like you, but you, you're like them. Why should they change from how they are when you're exactly the same? This is Paul trying to prevent Peter's heart from becoming hardened. Because every time we keep quiet, it gets harder. We are discussing spiritual warfare, whatever you think we are doing, whatever else. We are discussing how to fight. This is how we fight with each other. For each other. This is how you block an arrow as it's hurtling towards your brother or sister. This is how you bring out a shield and strike before it hits its mark. When that sin is just beginning. When they manifest that evil trait from the beginning. And you wait, what are you doing? What is this you're doing? And they stop it. And go, oh, this is the same Peter. Kephas. Who, in Peter's final letter. For us, second bit, the last few words from verse 15. He praises Paul. It's about Paul. 
warns you about people that are tampering with what Paul is teaching. You can see he received it in good faith. I can assure you, Peter did not do this thing again. Do you believe? He repented because Paul stood up to him. This is how he exhorted. Galatians chapter 3 verse 1. Ye foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It's an exhortation. Who has hypnotized you? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was vividly portrayed as crucified. Okay, after this I don't want to hear Paul's name again. I need to find other brethren that exhort. So you don't say it's Paul's matter. Yes, to which church? The Corinthians. Well, we've talked about that, our brother, in chapter 5 of 1 Corinthians. That mystery that was sleeping with his father's wife. We see Paul's encouraging words that involved handing over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. Exhortation. Yes, other people's exhortation. God, uh, no, stick to the New Testament because someone is going to say that at uh, that time God used to be harsh. That is gentle now. James chapter 5. A lot of encouragement in James 5. Have you read James 5 before? All of James. All the body of James is doing somehow, somehow. Just read James. Do you know people reject James? Martin Luther called the book of James a book of straw. He rejected it. He said it talks about works based on his understanding. Since he had a revelation of grace that had to free people from the Roman Catholic system. People have light to certain levels. Peter and Simon the Sorcerer. That was an exhortation. Wow. May nobody exhort me like that in this world. Jude. Jude wrote to exhort us. We just finished a study on Jude some weeks ago. He exhorted. He wrote <laughs> the introduction to those who are called loved by God, the Father and kept by Jesus. May mercy, peace and love be multiplied to you. Verse 3. Dear friends, although I was eager to write you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write and exhort you to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints once and for all. Now, you won't understand it if you have not read the rest. That is an exhortation. Are we on the same page? Do you notice that even this Bible that uses encourage when exhort applies, refuse to use encourage there? They knew there would be a problem. There will be a serious problem. Now, you guys even mentioned John the Baptist. I want that one. Snakes and uh, brood of vipers. That was John encouraging us. Exhortation. You know, you, you might wonder, why are these things necessary? They are necessary because if we make mistakes about simple things like this. Luke 3, 7 says, He then said to the crowds who came out to be baptized by him, brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath have you seen this sorry this brood of vipers not a green i mean no waiting at all you know what brood means children a brood of chickens when a mother hen sits on eggs all what comes out is her brood so brood of vipers are those things that are hatched by a viper a snake please don't, this brood of vipers when you hear it you think religious thoughts some translations say directly, you children of snakes. The child of a snake is a... <laughs> In other words, you snakes. People came out to be baptized by John. This guy had an exhortative ministry. A ministry of encouragement. You brood of vipers, who warned you? 
They flee from the coming wrath. You don't want to know what I said after. Go and read yourself. Verse 18. Then along with many other exhortations, he proclaimed good news to the people. Do you see they refuse to use the word encouragement? Because when you read what is in between those two places, <laughs> everything that does not bear good fruit will be hacked down. Things like when you're not contented with the money you're given, you should be all sorts of things. Humanly speaking, it's not nice. Okay? Alright. I wanted you to hear and see that. And why do you need to hear and see this? Please. Maybe this pastor is still trying to defend his teaching ministry. I don't hold opinions casually. You don't just go with the crowd. Say, wow, do you know more than the people that translated it? No, I don't. Babe, you pay attention to detail. Exhortation means encouragement. Eh? Sometimes. But many times. It means I will beat you to death. Exhortation is not always, why are you like this? Because if you don't know what it says, you can't do what it says. If you don't understand the meaning of exhort, you cannot exhort. And there you have a weak church. And people keep wondering, I've done what the Bible says. I be the Bible says you should encourage one another as we see the day approaching. I've encouraged her, told her, come to church. I've told him, stop this thing. I've told him, what should I do again? Now, is it not encouraged? The Bible said, I've carried my car, I've carried my money. I said, okay, I'll be giving you money to come. After today, your hair will be clear. There are multiple ways of exhortation. You? The rate I'm looking at you. <laughs> well, it's okay. Lazarus was able to wave to the rich man from across the chasm. Water. Small. Fingertip. Lazarus is still on this side. We have No! 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 Am I your boy? You think this is before? You may have to exhort your brethren like this. Say, I've told you. I don't know what you're doing. This is the third time I've spoken to you. Maybe I've talked. I've showed you what the Bible says. You say you know. But you want to continue your ways. I came to tell you, bye-bye. This is the last time. Except someone else comes. Me. I've done my part. The Bible says, a heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject. Say you. Bam! Make sure you slam the door. Let them know you're angry. Bye-bye. I even open the door again and say, for all the prayer I've been praying for you. Bam! You'll be shocked. Who has ever corrected someone a bit harshly and they repented at once? Look at all those hands. Before that, the other method did not work. It's because you don't know what it means to exhort. Look at John's exhortative skills. Be using me, 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 rubbing. Someone is about to die. I had a Bible, simple book of Luke. There's a way they did the cover. They say, don't judge a book by its cover. They showed someone with a knapsack. They showed hands grabbing the person. The person was, ah, it looked like the person was about to be kidnapped. Then when you open the flap of the book and see the whole picture, you see that the person was about to step in front of a train. A train was coming like this. I once showed you, remember one video we saw? That Christian movie where that lady, that big muscular man, was shouting and hitting the window. Oh, I wish we could find that video. We, we watched it together now. We watched a clip where there was a man. It was doing a retreat, I think. A muscular man was hitting the window of the car and shouting, speaking in Spanish or whatever. She couldn't hear. She was on the phone and she was at 
And the man picked up a stone and shattered the window. And written and dragged her, and she was screaming, shouting. And he dragged her out. And he trained past and crossed the car. The man couldn't speak English, some immigrant. The man saw a train coming. This woman's car stopped on a rail track. She was trying to call, had something on her ears, trying to get someone, please, my car, petrol has finished or something, come and help me. She didn't look this way. She had no idea. She would have been dead in seconds. Was trying to save her. Instead of saying, Oh, I've told you, that's how you people be judging someone. If you like that, die there. He did anything, anything to save this idiotic woman. Come on, I don't blame the woman, she was afraid. At night, what was the name of that movie? Say, Audacity. Yes, Audacity. So that's the name. It's like this guy with Cameron, that ministry, the master's way, something like that. Audacity is the name. I used to have it once sometime. The exhortations of Jesus. The exhortations of Paul. To exhort someone, the Bible says some, we saw it in Jude, some drag out, hating the flesh, spotted by sin. You act differently. There are people that you say gently, they hear. There are those that you say, sister, if I ever, I like you, I love you. We have no quarrel. We will talk, we will just, to say, I will talk to you about coming to God. <laughs> Don't make the mistake of treating everyone the same. Okay? That's why some people, when yeah, they do some things, I talk to them. Some, I don't say anything. Ignorance is a reality. Willful ignorance is another reality. Experience has its qualities. Some must be allowed to have experience.